0: Welcome back, beautiful people. It's another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It is episode eighty-one. We are cruising and berusing through twenty twenty-one. It is Monday, June seventh. Welcome back to another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. I think I just repeated myself. (laughs) Cool. It's uh, late. It's late on Sunday night, so you know.
1: I I think the people already expect that whenever we record, it's always late it's a sunday night we're always tired of shit
0: that's true but you know uh we're here we're alive we're ready to go uh megan how are you
1: oh just great when you said it's june 7th i had the realization i'm like oh my god we're halfway through the year already
0: i know it's pretty crazy
1: we've been through oh god so the pandini started
0: pandini yeah the panini, <laughs> the, panini. the panini started the pandy and...
1: the pandy started the
0: pandemonium Technically it was, yeah.
1: Started in March of 2020? Yeah, March of yeah. 2020. So we're just a little over a year. You know, I really had thought that by this point we'd be in the clear. But, I mean, we're kind of in the clear. I
0: mean... yeah, not really, but... We, we are more in the clear than we were before.
1: We are into the thick of it. Oh my god. Sorry.
0: Backyardigans. I didn't watch the Backyardigans as a child. I... Un- <laughs> you did. I As a 7th grader, you did. I
1: wasn't a child, I will admit to that. I was quite a bit older.
0: You were like a 5th grader. I
1: Yeah. But I mean, okay, <laughs> I told Aaron this the other day. In my defense, like A, The Backyardigans is lit. It's a great slaps. show.
0: Absolutely slaps. Never watched it, but I'm assuming it slaps.
1: Well, B, back in the summers, when I would watch it, when school's out, I wake up in the morning, I'm going to watch some TV... There's nothing good on. And so the only thing on is either like, I mean, Golden Girls was always on. Wow. Lit. And Golden Girls was great. But I mean, on like the Nickelodeon channel, nothing would be on early except like the little kids' shows. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to watch these until my shows come on.
0: This was pre Netflix.
1: Oh, this was way before Netflix. Yeah. This was when cable still was king.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we are back. Um, we have some interesting topics tonight, uh, more so just kind of getting back into the swing of things of being human beings. And uh, if you listen to the last episode at the end where we said, stay the fuck home, if you're not ready to act normal, um, I think we got a little bit of that now. I, yeah. think, I think we uh, experienced some not normalness going back into... Let's say the wild.
1: Mm. Yes. Now that now quite that we're quite literally
0: into the thick of it.
1: <laughs> into the thicc of it.
0: Yes. Two C's. Yep. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna let you host tonight.
1: I'm nervous because every time I. Or do wa- you want me to host? No, I I will host, but you just have to not be a sas a sasquatch.
0: The last time that you hosted, though. It was late and okay. we were, okay, I'll host. No,
1: right. no, 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 I'm hosting, I'm okay. hosting. All right, okay, all right. Let me do it. Okay. You're you're like Marlin from Finding Nemo. You think you can do these things, but you just can't, Nemo.
0: Precisely. And I might watch Finding Nemo with my kids this week. <gasps> God, thank God that my school year is almost over. I am, I, I don't know how I would do this if I was going to stay in teaching for the next 40 some years. I don't know how people do it. I'm not sure. Wait, I don't so- get it
1: but back to the most important thing why are you guys watching finding nemo
0: because it's the last week of school and it's rated g and it's a good movie
1: <laughs> uh arguably going back to my trifecta a couple weeks ago arguably the best movie
0: i don't know about that we should talk about the movie that we saw this week
1: though <gasps> Ooh, i forgot about that okay anyways
0: let's get into that let's start with that
1: okay fine okay i'm fine. taking of your hosting duties already <laughs> yeah, already fuck me right um,
0: so we saw a Quiet Place Two
1: with Will and Billy Joe. With
0: Will and Billy Joe. Shout out! Uh, I legitimately saw Will Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then yesterday.
1: Wow! He's like, you guys should be engaged.
0: Mm, too much, too much Will. I think. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, but we saw a Quiet Place with uh, a Quiet Place Two, and uh, what would you? First of all, what would you rate the movie? Um, out of ten.
1: Out of ten, I think I'd give it a six.
0: Whoa! What? You gave it a six? Okay. Why? That's very surprising.
1: <sighs> okay, okay, there were there were a few holes in it. That I mean, and I'm not a professional movie critic, and I'm just a stupid person. But this is just where I'm coming from. Yeah,
0: there's eighty episodes of that to prove that, right? Oh,
1: fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, I okay at the beginning of A Quiet Place when they like go back to the beginning quote-unquote when it all started the asteroid came and the aliens fucking came whatever and it was like two minutes long and then all of a sudden it just
0: whoosh. are we gonna give spoilers
1: yes yeah. yeah there'll probably be
0: spoilers so if you haven't seen it just um, plug years
1: for just, a couple minutes actually
0: let's not give spoilers uh, fine
1: but yeah. that but all of my like plot okay. holes
0: we're gonna give spoilers so if you haven't seen it and you still want to see it just we'll We'll tell you when to skip to. Fast forward. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyways. Anyways. So, plot hole number one. At the beginning, we... uh, Or they had talked about the beginning, whatever. Yeah, the aliens came. And then it just like very abruptly flashed forward. Which, you know, maybe it's the director style. Whatever. But I had felt or wanted some more explanation or like backstory in the beginning i think more than what they had given yeah but that's
0: not the point of the movie though that's like the point it's not it's not the point of the movie to like explain why the aliens came and stuff
1: yes but i i understand that but i i just felt like i i personally wanted to learn more about just like I guess, I mean, maybe it can lend to itself why there are no more people, like how shit hit the fan. But it just, to me, it felt abrupt.
0: Okay, that's fair. But it was only one day, that was the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true. But, okay,
0: what else did you not like about the movie? Because a 6 out of 10 is pretty low. I mean... It's a pretty low <sighs> bar.
1: Hmm, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like it grasped... I it grasped me? I don't know. I just feel like it didn't, didn't pull me. You? It it didn't grasp my ass. It didn't pull <laughs> me in as much as a Quiet Place 1. Okay. I will say that. Okay. And like a Quiet Place 1, you're all like ooh, like kind of suspense and whatever, but I just felt like the suspense moments or like the scary parts were a little bit campy.
0: What do you mean? campy
1: so let me just um do you remember know this is campy not campy
0: is that a is that an actual adjective that people use to yes. describe movies
1: yes uh or like it's camp definition
0: a camp is where you go and stay overnight in the outdoors okay.
1: so camp is an... okay this describes like more of like aesthetic of things. So, camp is an aesthetic style and sensibility that regards something as appealing because of its bad taste and ironic value.
0: You really thought it was like that?
1: I thought some of the scary moments were a little bit campy. Like when the girl was at the dock and all of a sudden she looks up and she's got these bloodshot eyes and this oh, like. Oh,
0: I see. Okay, that's fair.
1: You know? Whereas, like in A Quiet Place 1, I felt like it was true horror where it's like she stepped on a fucking nail <laughs> and it went through her foot and she can't scream, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. I would give the movie like an 8.5. I thought it was super good. I I thought arguably this movie was better than the first one. And I think that because one, I think it was one of the most like I know cinematic is, like, such a buzzword now with people.
1: Oh, cinematic.
0: Yeah. But, like, I truly think it was one of the most well-shot movies I've ever seen in my life. Just in terms of, like, the color science that they use, the editing that they did, the com- compositions of some of the different shots. Like, there were multiple shots where I was like, holy shit, take a picture of this. This would be a great freeze frame from the movie. Um... So I I truly thought that it was one of the most uh well shot movies. Also just in general, the 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 storyline I thought was really, really good. Hmm. I I thought that uh what's his name? Gillian
1: or oh, Cillian Murphy.
0: Cillian Gillian. <laughs> Cillian Murphy was super good in the movie.
1: He's a great actor.
0: He is. If I'll you, give him that. If you've ever seen um
1: He's in Peaky Blinders. Peaky
0: Blinders. He's the main guy in Peaky Blinders. He was in Inception. That's what I always think of him as. As the young, rich guy who's uh, Leo DiCaprio uh, is trying to get into his head in that movie. Um, But yeah, I thought it was a very good movie.
1: Hmm. Well, again, just you and I have difference of opinions.
0: Yes, very much so. Uh, Okay, but Miss Host, what are we talking about next?
1: Well, you know...
0: Go see I, a Quiet Place Two. It's a good movie,
1: I think. So at the uh, this, a Quiet Place Two going to the movie kind of started the trend of the weekend, and you all understand what I'm saying in a moment. Yes, because we went to the movie theater and we didn't wear masks. Oh my
0: god! Which
1: is crazy because this is one of the first places we've gone in public with other people. Now that the mask mandate has lifted, where we didn't wear masks. Yeah and it felt freeing it it felt felt very freeing my god but in a weird way i was like i was feeling bad almost i was like should i not be maskless like no you're vaccinated well i'm only 66 percent yeah you're only 66 you're
0: two-thirds vaccinated
1: (laughs) i'm two-thirds a person
0: (laughs) no i uh i don't feel bad about it anymore i don't know no shame no shame i'm still gonna wear masks into big places like the grocery store and, like, Costco when we went today, but... Yeah. I don't know. I... We were pretty far... I mean, the people in front of us were pretty close, but, like, we were breathing over them, I guess. And there's no one behind us. Yeah. And no one to the sides of
1: us. Well, and this now leading into this other part of the weekend. So, that was Thursday. And then Saturday, we went again with Will and Billy Joe. Yep. To... What's the city name? Minneapolis
0: city minneapolis city fc they're an amateur soccer club um one of the best in the n-a-n-a-p-s something like that n-p-s-n-p-s-l naps n-p-s-l uh (laughs) and yeah we went to a soccer game outside at augsburg field or augsburg's um college field um kind of sweet because you can just like bring in a cooler and like drink and I mean you're not supposed to have alcohol on the Augsburg campus, I guess, but I mean, you just bring in a cooler. everyone had beers and stuff and it was really fun. I got pretty lit. At the I was
1: very hot and sweaty, but it was very fun.
0: It was. It was super hot out yesterday, but
1: but of course, I mean, we're outside, so I feel like that's a little bit better for not wearing masks. And I mean, well,
0: I didn't care about being outside. We were by no one yesterday either.
1: Well, we were kind of like people behind us, but Ow. the the one thing that I'm now a little bit more intrigued by is, okay, so I've been to one uh, United game. Yep. That was like a, two years ago, I think. Yeah, that was two years ago. Wow. Time flies. But now going to this game, I think that, okay, hot take, I feel like soccer fans, the culture of the fans is very bizarre.
0: Uh, yeah. I, so here's my take on this. So we were talking about this in the car a little bit on the way home. Um, my take on this is that American soccer fans are one of a kind. So what I mean by that is that usually American soccer is very niche. People, don't usually cheer on professional soccer teams, really.
1: Accurate. Very accurate.
0: They're, I mean, you got football, you got basketball, you got baseball, like diehard fans, whatever. That's more of like those established sports, the big four, whatever. Um, And soccer is like kind of on the outskirts. Now, like U.S. soccer is getting better. The MLS is getting better. um, But, I mean, it's nowhere near what it is like overseas or around the world. And so – you get these like fringe fans shout out will
1: fringe fans you
0: get some of these like fringe fans that like don't fit in with like football culture like when you think of a football like fan you think of like big macho guy like yeah blue collar like that kind of guy right um when you think of like nba fan you you usually think about like kind of a little bit more bougie because the nba is all about like looks and fashion and money and stuff uh, when you think about baseball, you just think about dads and families and stuff. <laughs> but, like, when you think about soccer fans, when you think about hockey fans, you think about, like, northern Minnesotan, like, Minnesotan. Minnesotan. Uh, Canadian. You know, yeah. Yep. But when you think about soccer fans... In the U.S. In the U.S. And especially here in the Twin Cities, I think, it's the outcasts, right? It's the, it's the, the people who usually... I, I think... A lot of it boils down to it's people who um, – now, this is an overgeneralization. I'm ready. It's people who want to belong to a community and a culture, right? And so, like, soccer fans in Europe and stuff are very, very active. They're, like the, – like, they're some of the best fans in the world. Like, people say, like, the NFL fans or whatever are, like, the best. I don't think so because they're not – organized it's just a bunch of people yelling getting drunk we're at like european or like spanish or like or like your spain is in europe yes but like european soccer like the fans are yes they're belligerently drunk but they are also (laughs) like chanting and they are also singing the whole game and they're like invested in it it seems like so much more than like just being loud in a stadium right and so it's just a culture thing, and those fans are so passionate. Now, with U.S. soccer, it's still a fringe, niche kind of sport. Therefore, you get the people who don't really like any of the other sports, but I think they feel like they can grasp to soccer and kind of be like the outcasts already because soccer is kind of like the outcast sport in the United States. So then you get kind of some, some weird weird dudes. Shout out Will. <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> Will is not... He was the most Will normal, normal.
0: Yeah. out of yes. all the people yeah. we were I was, sitting That around. was a joke. That was a joke. But um, I, I, I really do feel like soccer fans in the United States are one of a kind. It is so interesting to me just to see like... And I would almost classify them as like nerdy. Like very nerdy people. Which is not bad whatsoever. But like super nerdy. Like just needs it kind of boils down to like people want to be part of something, be part of a group, be part of a community and it gives them that. So, which is good. It's good. No, I am glad that they, I'm glad that they find that. Now, if I was a player, I would feel like a little bit weird about it, but like, yeah. And even if you look at the loons groups, like the supporting groups, it's kind of the same way where it's, it's a lot of like outcast type, not outcast. That's a bad word to use but just fringe people that, that are <laughs> latching on to a sport that is not as popular as some of the other big four in the United States. So
1: wow, this, that's my take on it. That's turned, my
0: very deep analysis. I've thought about this a lot. That's my uh, very clearly, deep analysis. Clearly, I was just going to
1: dive, like skim on the surface and say that there was just some strange people. Like there is this dad looking guy who's sitting a row ahead of us and he had hot nuts Which
0: Yeah, he had some (laughs) hot nuts. I think everyone had hot nuts at that game. Let's be honest. If you had nuts, you had hot nuts at that game.
1: (laughs) Okay, but he literally had hot nuts. Yeah, and
0: he was like offering – it was great. He was like offering them. And that's what I love about it is because soccer fans, I feel like, are so much more like about community and about like supporting each other and their team rather as like football fans are just like, yeah, let's just get fucking drunk and – yeah.
1: You know, I've actually never been to a professional football game.
0: You want to know a fun fact? I haven't either.
1: Wow. Well, maybe we should try and go sometime. Yeah. Not to the Vikings, though. What? Mm.
0: I would love to. If we got, if we could afford getting tickets to a Packers-Vikings game, that'd be <sighs> lit.
1: Okay, okay. If we could afford to go to a game at Lambeau.
0: No one wants to sit on cold bleachers in the cold.
1: Okay, but again... It's It's about the experience. Well, what if we went in like, I don't know, early fall? You know, when it's the Packers and
0: Vikings. I mean, sometimes they play early on in the season, but the Packers and Vikings usually play and square off
1: around Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. And towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, okay. I still just would in general like to go to a game at Lambeau Field.
0: I've actually been to a preseason game at Lambeau Field.
1: Well, aren't you cool?
0: It's not very great. I'm tell you that much. Oh, okay. It's just metal bleachers that you're, it's like you're at a high school football game. I'm just kidding. Lamble field is pretty sick. It's huge and it's, it's a cool environment, but yeah, I would only go to a Packers Vikings game there, I think, or if they were in like the playoffs or something, I guess, I don't know, Hmm.
1: but well, maybe we'll have to try and find a, a friend who has tickets, Tim Carlson.
0: Tim doesn't have tickets. He just knows people who has tickets.
1: Oh, so we got to get on his level. Anyways, yeah. So now that we've just shat on American soccer fans <laughs> <laughs> let's shit on another group of people. Oh yes. <laughs> the, so yes. we on Saturday after the game, we went out to um what was it, ten twenty nine the bar? Ten nineteen?
0: Ten twenty nine. Ten
1: twenty nine. So it was a bar, northeast Minneapolis. Yep. And they had a small little karaoke section. Like, Talk
0: about some hot nuts! It was hot <laughs> nuts in that bar too. Holy shit!
1: But I think we've discovered a new, very interesting culture of people. Yeah. That are karaoke people.
0: Yeah. So at ten twenty nine, so let me preface this by saying ten twenty nine, I don't feel like is like a karaoke bar.
1: Like you know yeah. how there
0: like there's the V. Ve- I think it's the Vegas Lounge. I think in. Minneapolis like downtown Minneapolis kind of
1: I've never heard almost of
0: that. almost kind of I guess you could kind of consider it northeast oh. like let's say that you're coming from um I think it's on Lowry so you're going Lowry toward like Irene and Stevens okay okay so um and then you're like going to like spy house you know and you get to that intersection over the bridge and you could take a right if you take a right at that intersection um you and go down there There's like a bar on the corner there called the Vegas Lounge. And that's like a legit karaoke bar where like they have a big stage and like that's what people go there for. And that bar is dope. Uh, But okay. So they preface this Vegas Lounge is kind of like a dive bar or sorry. 1029 is kind of like a dive bar that karaoke is not the main staple. Yes. Yes. So would you like to continue? Oh, like sure. Like what we, what we witnessed.
1: Sure. You, you're just so fired up tonight. I, just, I don't know. Is the Liquid IV or what's happening here? Yeah, but,
0: shout out Liquid IV. Sponsor us. Uh, pff,
1: they sponsor every freaking podcast. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, so we are sitting there with Will and Billy eating our dinner, pretty toasted. But then people are, you know, starting to do karaoke and sign up. And there's just, you know, some interesting people uh, that I think we've put them into categories now. Yeah. So the first
0: there's different types of people who go to karaoke.
1: The first group who said, or the first peeps who sang, they were these two like younger white girls, and they sang a song together, and it was kind of screechy, uh, little, little. (laughs) They were uh, hammered. Yeah, they were they were toasted, but you know they were having fun, and it's like you just you kind of expect that from them. Yeah. So there's like there's those people, right? Yep. But then. Walked up. I think this is the next guy. Then there was a guy in a red sweatshirt. No,
0: he was not next. Who was next? Uh, the short Asian guy. Oh, Sean. Sean.
1: Shout out to Sean.
0: <laughs> Shout out Sean.
1: <laughs> he walked up to the plate and oh, what song did he sing? Oh, I can't even remember, but
0: it wasn't good. Let's just say that.
1: Was it a... Oh, one of the songs that he sang was We Didn't Start the Fire.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he, like...
1: He didn't know the words.
0: He didn't know the words, and it and I never really analyzed the words of that song. The words of that song are literally just names of people and places.
1: I mean, it's pretty <laughs> accurate, yeah. But he... I mean, even if you don't know the words completely... I feel like you should know the general gist of like right. how the words are said in the song.
0: Right. And so, he did not know that. Okay. So we kind of talked about uh Maggie and I privately have discussed some different there there are different types of karaoke singers at a dive bar. And I'm sure that this the these types or archetypes of people would change if we went to an actual karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. Um but so the first one is the drunk white girls, obviously. Yep. They pick mm-hmm. a song where they're just going to scream into the mic and they're just going to do whatever they do. Yep. Um. Second one, the guy who picks a song and he doesn't know the lyrics,
1: mm-hmm.
0: aka Sean. There was and, another guy who did that. And Nikki Blue Eyes.
1: No, I Nikki Blue Eyes <laughs> knew what he was doing. I love how
0: we remember these names. <laughs> Nikki Blue Eyes was just, wow, he's a character. We'll talk about him a little bit more, but-
1: there was a different dude who didn't know the lyrics. That guy in the white t-shirt. Do you remember him?
0: Guy in the white t-shirt. Was that the dad? No. Or was that the oh. guy Was that the, <gasps> the Brand- dad. Was that Was that Was that Brandon Smith?
1: That might have been Brandon Smith.
0: Yeah. That guy, yeah. So, okay. I think that guy hit the sweet spot though. Brandon Smith. Well, let's call him B- BJ. Oh my or, what? Yeah. Uh, well, let's call him BJ. So, BJ. The reason why I called him Brandon was because it's Brandon in 30 years, uh, <laughs> or tw- probably 20 years, just shaved head, uh, t shirt, some like cargo shorts, and like some Nike slide sandals where his toes are hanging over the edge. Uh, that's a classic Brandon look, and um, it's probably just going to get even stronger of that look as Brandon becomes more and more of a dad. Wow. Um, but yeah i think he hit the sweet spot because this is what we're talking about like he, he, at a karaoke at a bar like this you need to hit the sweet spot of being like not super tryhardy good but at the same time you need to be like not horribly bad like i almost call him steven that's kind of racist sean well,
1: oh well yeah whatever
0: <laughs> yeah so um yeah, I think he hit the sweet spot. BJ hit the sweet spot.
1: That, did he? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's some subliminal messaging I think.
0: Yeah. Uh okay, so what were your thoughts on Nikki Blue Eyes? We'll get to Red Shirt guy here in a second, but
1: Well, Nikki Blue Eyes is the archetype of um like musical theater person who <laughs> who wanted to make it big but didn't and now is singing songs in a, a musical way that aren't meant to be musical
0: correct like he sang gangster's paradise
1: and then <laughs> he didn't know any of the rap part or he just ex, he just chose to not do any of the rap parts
0: no i felt bad though because his friend like had a mic and he was up there like rapping i think but his mic wasn't turned on um. so all we could hear was nikki blue eyes just like adding in like the the Head of danger. And like kind of like the ends of lines randomly, which but was very strange.
1: This is legitimately how he sang, and I'm not exaggerating. This is this is the musical like. I out. can't
0: wait to hear this. He
1: was like living in a gangsta's paradise.
0: Wow, let's sign her up, folks. <laughs> Send her to American Idol.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was cringe fest. Yeah, that
0: wasn't good.
1: Um. But yeah, I
0: just uh he was he was a strange one. Um he picked songs that had a lot of rap in them actually. Because the first song he had the other guy, the black guy in the booth right next to the karaoke, he had him rap the part of the first part of the song. I can't remember oh, what, what song was that? I can't remember. But whatever. He, Nikki Blue Eyes, shout out to you.
1: Yeah. What a guy.
0: If this podcast makes it to you, I would love my life. Also, who writes down Nikki blue eyes?
1: Well, I think that's just another telling. Yeah. Of who he is as a person.
0: Yep. Um, so- And the last guy, what was his name? Mark, Greg, Gregory. No, Gregory was the dad, I think.
1: Yeah. Was he? Oh, no. Steven? Let's
0: talk about the dad. Let's talk about the dad.
1: Oh, well, the dad just.
0: I think actually, you know what? Not BJ. BJ didn't hit the spot. The dad hit the sweet spot, I think. <laughs>
1: well and th- he was not bad no oh, wait,
0: was he bad i can't remember
1: um i just remember feeling awkward because he was a bit older and he was singing the song that i never heard in my life yeah ever. and and will was like this is totally his wedding song
0: and oh yeah
1: <laughs> he's just wanting to sing his wedding. it was song. like this
0: love song ballad that yep. like yeah no one had heard of yeah dude had socks with sandals on yep cargo shorts and a t-shirt be and you he one was day. just rocking it i i you know what i bet he was a science teacher at one point a middle <laughs> school science teacher that is my guess <laughs>
1: that's a pretty good guess yeah
0: um but yeah i think he you know what good for him he got up there and let's be fair megan and i have never done karaoke before like saying in front of people and so we're just being critiquing people
1: we're just being critiquing. Yes. We're being critiquing.
0: Yes. So I mean I think that we just have the self awareness that we're not good. <laughs> so we're not gonna go up there.
1: Well Maybe I mean, if
0: you get a few shots at me.
1: The last guy Should
0: we have karaoke at our wedding.
1: Absolutely not. No. <laughs> that would be horrid. But the last guy who I actually we were debating, I actually thought that he was good. And i can't remember his name but he just he was standing with his wife or girlfriend or whatever um kind of by the side and then when it was his turn last night (laughs) i hope so i freaking hope so (laughs) but then it was his turn to go up and his little lady was just watching on the side kind of you know just being there for support he gets up there he looks kind of like an awkward dude and i was like okay we're gonna see how this goes but then he actually has a good voice and he gets like really into it and has like that deep kind of like growl singing at some parts. <laughs> and like I mean, people were cheering for him.
0: Yeah. And I think what happened with him was that this was a, a man who lives for this moment. Talk about outcasts. (laughs) He was an outcast growing up. Wow. And he decided, I'm going to stick it to the man and sing my little balls off (laughs) at karaoke at 1029 on a Saturday night in June. Yeah. And he sure did.
1: Yeah, he did. And
0: I will say, I do think that part of the reason why we think he was so good was because of the sample of other karaoke singers that we had previous to him. Mm, uh, that's but a good point. My problem with this guy, and this is another archetype, is yes, he was decent. I mean, he was the best one there by far, which doesn't say much. But you have the tryhard guy. Yeah. The um... guy or gal who just goes way too hard and takes it way too seriously like he wasn't drinking a beer he was drinking a coke he was kind of like pacing like we were sitting right by the karaoke like where they were to the side and he was kind of like pacing back and forth before the song like kind of like in the zone wasn't talking to his girlfriend and he was like just like focused like mentally
1: oh i forgot about that
0: yeah and you know good for him i bet he uh got his rocks off last night so kudos to that guy i don't even remember what the fuck his name was Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do think that there are just some tryhards out there and he is one of them. He would be lower tier at an actual karaoke bar. (laughs) Let's be honest.
1: You're just feeling very passionate about throwing these people under the bus. Yeah. You know,
0: they, they, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm so passionate about this is because I haven't experienced something like this in like a year and a half.
1: Yes, I, you know, I would like have to people agree. People
0: watching to this degree, I missed that so much. I said that last night at the bar. I was like, oh my God, I just miss looking at people at a bar and just seeing how people interact.
1: Well, what I didn't miss, I was like, ugh, I see two people I knew from college. And I'm like, one of them was a nice guy. He was a gymnast at the U of M. He was not like a quieter dude. He was nice. But then there's this other biatch. And I was like, ugh, you were so <laughs> annoying. She was in a sorority. She was friends with... Um, one of my, like, you know, I don't even know what you call it, but she lived in the dorm room next to mine. They were in the same sorority. They would yeah. hang out. Yeah. I just like, got PTSD and like flashbacks. Yeah. To college. Which is the one downside of living in the same city where you went to college. Yeah. Because most people, not most, but some people tend to linger. Yeah. Like myself. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. What a weekend. It was... Very eventful. I feel like we just were thrown back into society. Which was good. Which Yes, which was good. I'm glad we did. And then we became hermits again and got plants mm-hmm. and did little planty-planty. Yeah. But...
0: Yeah. Oh, do we need to talk about the Uptown shooting? Oh, the shooting?
1: I mean, you know more details about it than I don't know me. a lot
0: of details about it, but I feel like it has to be said. Uh, it's a little the details that i do know and i haven't really looked today i was looking more yesterday but the details that i do know it kind of seems a little sus of the police department and stuff but you know that i think that's just kind of the tweets that i'm reading and the articles that i'm reading um but the police report they were just the public statement that they made they were very careful on how they worded things of course like in the police report it did not say that it just said the guys so the guy had a gun i, I don't even i should probably know his name that's bad that i don't um so I, i'm sorry for that but th- he had a gun and he had a warrant out for his arrest originally it was reported that he had a murder warrant out for his arrest that was not true turned out to be false um but it's just uh, okay and okay so the police report is they're very careful on how they word it apparently his gun was discharged the guy had a gun and it was discharged in his car uh but they don't they did not say if he shot at police or not um and so yeah i don't know it's just it's just sad that in the last year and like a month there have been three separate pretty bad by all accounts police brutality killings George Floyd was murdered uh yeah i don't know it's it's not it's not great in 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 the same city basically like Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, South Minneapolis, and then in Uptown. Those are a little bit closer. Like, it's just not, I don't know, it's not good. And it makes me sad that it's continuing to happen. And there have been protests, which is, I think, rightfully so. Um, Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? About living in a city where there's so much kind of turmoil and it seems like yeah we get one kind of victory in the whole um uh in the George Floyd case but then kind of just two times later or a few days later or even it was uh was Dante right during the
1: It was during the trial. During the trial, yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean here's here's my thought. It doesn't make me want to move out of the city like some... Winston
0: pe- Smith is his name, by the way. Oh, okay. Yep.
1: Um, but it doesn't make me want to, like, move out of the city and how some people are like, oh my god, how are you living there? It's just, like, in ruins. I'm like, okay, people. That's, that's far from the truth. But what it makes me want to do more is, like, we I mean, now that we're kind of more rooted in a community and in the city, I mean, we were, we've been living here, I've been living here, for a while but I, I truly feel like maybe we need to be more involved in not like politics but just like community wise and like community education community support yeah. um just like being in the know more about things like i was reading through we get there's this Robinsdale, um kind of like a not a complete newsletter but there was this letter and it had little things like Updates, do this thing, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, this is you know, this is what we should do. We should be more involved in the community, be aware of things that happen because yeah. we ultimately will vote on the people who go on um who become the mayor, on the board, school board, whatever. And I'm like, Right. That's just my two cents, which obviously isn't gonna stop shootings, which I'm not trying to say. But I just feel like the points that you said a little while ago of like having police who are involved in the communities and like understand communities, I just feel like there needs to be more connection to places. And
0: yeah, like how I talked, I think that was a a few episodes back about how like it's so different um, policing in a rural community rather than in the cities And that the police officers in like Alec, for example, are part of the community. Their kids are in the community. They know they're like involved in the community. Whereas police officers here are more or less like it's just their job and they just go to work and they live in the suburbs somewhere and they don't usually like stay within the community that they're policing. Um, And I'm not saying that policing is a, easy job by any means um it is not an enviable position i don't believe i would not want to be a police officer i'm not brave enough to be a police officer um but i think the fact that and i know that the facts aren't all out about the winston um, smith thing um not thing his shooting or his death um but Yeah, I just feel like these things keep happening and it's sad because it's another person, another black guy killed at the hands of police officers. Mm -hmm. And it's like for all those people who are like, yeah, well, he should have listened. He should have listened to the commands and he should have complied and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you yeah, I I agree with that. Like he it if he would have complied or whatever happened, he probably wouldn't have gotten shot, but that doesn't justify him getting shot and Mm -hmm. killed. Like the police should not be the judge and the jury of someone's life. And I think that's where people like, just because he didn't comply or just because he didn't respond the right way, he deserves to die. Like that's fucked up. And you see that that's the argument that the right, I will say we haven't talked about politics in a long time on this <laughs> podcast, oh, yeah, yeah. but that the Ugh. right, that the right will push. And it's just sad that like, that's what it boils down to. So
1: good times. Have you all yep. this? I don't know how, how how long have we been talking? I want to just about 40 minutes. Mm. We should wrap up soon. Yeah. The <laughs> last thing, the last thing on this train, huh? no no pun intended that i want to talk about is the new metro line that is proposed by the city and would go through robbinsdale connect to brooklyn park and then down to downtown Mm -hmm. and i just got super annoyed today a light rail right yes it'd be a new light rail line i think it'd be line three quote unquote yeah um but I saw we were driving in Cake Eater Town in Edina mm-hmm. and someone had in their front lawn a sign that said stop line three. Yeah. And I'm like I was just like, what in the absolute frick? Like
0: Why does that matter to you this, in Edina?
1: This line will not go anywhere near Edina. Yeah. I just
0: oh. It's and we kinda of talked about this in a car. It's it's people who are who think that just because there's public transportation that comes out into kind of even close to your community, that's going to bring bad people out there, which is not true. It's, it's a fear based thing. So,
1: yep. And it's I'm people just... who have
0: never lived with a diverse community before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they think that they live in a diverse community because there's like one black neighbor and one like <laughs> other maybe Asian neighbor, but that's not diverse. Like that's, you're not like, yeah, just because you know, a Someone who's a person of color doesn't mean that it's a diverse community.
1: Well, there's a difference between there's a difference between diversity and inclusion. You know, right? Like, think, oh, good thing we're all diverse. Well, it's like even if you are diverse, it's like, are you being inclusive of others?
0: It's like these people think that like, and obviously, okay, homelessness is a huge problem in the cities, and Mm -hmm. these people think that like this this light rail will bring. Like homeless people or like crime out to their regions. And like, yeah, it might be a little bit that way, but not to the level that people think it's not going to destroy your cake eater country of Eden. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like,
1: well, I'm just thinking like, <sighs> as someone who will eventually go back to the office, work downtown, it is horrendous driving down there. And parking, it's going to cost me, (laughs) if I do go with this one place, it's going to cost me $80 a month to park in this parking structure. That's
0: not cheap.
1: And it's going to take me 30 minutes to get home every day because of traffic and inevitably 30 minutes. And I personally am just so pro this light rail because it's actually going to run the proposed plan. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's going to go... On Botno, like, right...
0: Right by our house. Right by our house. So, okay.
1: Which I know, then, you know, devil's advocate. Yeah, maybe it'll... If if the stop is, like, right over here by the crosswalk... Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a little iffy, like, when it gets to be at night or stuff, but... But
0: doesn't the light rail stop at a certain point?
1: It does. It stops at... It's either midnight or... I can't remember. Yeah. 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 That'd
0: be freaking dope if it was right there. Can you imagine? We could just, like, freaking take the light rail... To downtown. To downtown. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm, like, thinking about how awesome that would be in, like, so many people now that they've moved out from the city to yeah. the Burbs but are still working in the city. It's, like, this will be a great way to still get people downtown, they can get to their jobs, and it will maybe alleviate a little bit of congestion with traffic.
0: Right. People just got their panties in a bundle for no reason. It's, it's okay. It is the people who don't have anything to complain about in their life because they have money, they got a stable life, they just need something to complain about. It's those people who are causing those waves. Yeah. So...
1: But if you don't know anything, fuck about, y'all. <laughs> if you don't know anything about this new blue line, I highly recommend if you live in the cities, you look it up. Um, there actually is a survey out on the, um, I think it's the Hennepin County website where you can. I don't, I don't know how like influential the survey is, but just look up where the light rail is gonna go. Um, I think that you know if you live in the cities, it's good just to know about these things and. Maybe you'll be able to ride it to work, to football games, to yeah, that'd be dope. going out to dinner.
0: That'd be dope. All right. Uh let's wrap up this episode with uh Megan's Trifective Takes here.
1: Of course, the best part of the episode. The
0: best, step, best part. Yeah, best uh your trifecta of Takes this week is top three karaoke songs to sing.
1: So that I would sing?
0: That you would sing. Okay. Or Do- wait just in general, that people can sing?
1: Um. Hmm. Well, first I'm going to say, in general, then I will say songs that I w- would want to sing. Okay. So, in general, the top songs... <sighs> songs that get the people going. What um, are songs
0: that get the people jumping? Just get the people amped.
1: Oh, gosh. I'm going to say number three maybe could be hmm oh gosh i'm like trying to rack my brains brains my multiple brains my left brain
0: this is why i feel like i need to tell you before the episode and well, i did tell you before wait, the episode wait, wait. what the what the list was
1: can i am i allowed are you to you to
0: google a list no,
1: can, no 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 can i just like look up like karaoke songs oh my no! god cuz okay the songs that are popping in my head um are songs that like are very obscure. I would only Boo. know. Just know. Give me a god damn second. Kiriki. Okay. This is just. Okay. Okay. So this is actually one that I was thinking of. So number three would be Dancing Queen by ABBA. Okay. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't know that song? And everyone can sing in. It's super easy. The lyrics Okay, it's amazing. Uh number two. I'm gonna say. Oh gosh, um, ooh, what's that Adele song? I set fire to the rain.
0: Isn't it "Set fire to the rain"? Oh <laughs> yeah, that was <what> called <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that yeah. one. because okay. that one
1: I feel like it's
0: interesting choice.
1: I just I feel like that one could be fun where it's like you can get passionate about it and then everyone can be like all dramatic together and like ah, I'm remembering my ex boyfriend. Okay, you know? all yeah. right. And number one, oh
0: god! I love how you're looking up a list to help you.
1: Yeah, because I am not a karaoke expert. Bert, um, what was that? Expert Bert. Expert? Ooh. Yeah. Expert <laughs> What the frick? Oh my god. It's time for bed. Um, oh gosh. Hmm. Wow, this is a riveting Ooh. trifecta of takes Ooh. here. Ooh. Okay. This one I'll probably get shat on by you and Will and Kyle. And the listeners. And the listeners and everyone else. But I feel like this would actually be a really good one. Um, unwritten by Natasha Benningfield.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it, okay, it's yeah, super yeah, yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I can, I can vibe with that.
1: It's super popular in TikTok right now, um, or it has been for a while. It's such a quintessential, I think, like our age millennial song, and it's so fun, and it just makes you want to just like take out. Your hair from the ponytail, shake it around and just like jump off stage and you can just be like, the rest is still unwritten. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay. That's fair. Um, Here's some songs that you definitely missed. Well, I only Um, had three,
1: I only had three slots. So give me a break.
0: I think Bruce Springsteen just in general plays. Mm. Um, So kind of like anything about him, Uh, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. I'm kind of like looking up a list right now. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson is a good one. Um, I think tequila, I don't know who's the band is. Oh
1: my god, that's a horrible one. Great one. That tequila. So yep. Oh,
0: okay. Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's a great one if you know the lyrics. Mm. Um and if you're really in a white person bar, sweet Caroline will yeah. get the whole place rocking. So is... that would be I would say um yeah.
1: I think that, like, a prayer by Madonna also be a great one.
0: Oh, Mr. Brightside's a good one. Someone sang Mr. Brightside last night and it was good. Yeah,
1: I can't remember who did that. Yeah. But, um,
0: or Sweet Home Alabama.
1: Or, oh, ooh, or A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Okay,
0: that's a good one. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Like, a good one. I
1: feel like even guys and girls would get into that. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you so much. Um, we appreciate your support, your love, your passion for our podcast. Thank you for being a fringe podcast person and listening to our podcast, yeah, like you're fringe so, soccer bands.
1: That, that's loaded. That's so loaded.
0: <laughs> yes. Loaded?
1: Yeah, remember from Pen15? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's loaded.
0: That's loaded.
1: We're going to start that loaded.
0: Yeah. Hashtag loaded. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Follow us on all social medias Um, and... We love you all. Have a wonderful sweaty week.